have such sights to show you. Popping a scary horror podcast here. I'm your host, Colin. With me, as always, I have my good friend and co host, Aaron. Aaron, greetings, my friend. How Hi. goes it? <laughs> you know, dandy. <laughs> now, well, that's just dandy to hear as well. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying there? So, um, I don't have a smooth transition for Saw, but nothing's a smooth transition with Saw, I don't think at all. Oh, no. Especially with their classic uh, jump cut editing skills there. Yeah, they're all <clears throat> how it feels to chew five gum ass shit. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're we're heading back to the uh, Saw franchise here. I figured it was time to visit a third one. Now, um, before I get into the reason why I'm very peculiar about this episode and very curious to dive back into this one, Aaron, yeah. um, for those that haven't heard your previous thoughts on the last two films and everything, what's your overall vibe of the Saw franchise thus far? Um... Man, it's uh, it's kind of neat. It's very, it's very, uh, you know, gore porn, tor- torture porn. You know, it's, if you're into that, it's cool. I feel like the last one at least was a little light on story. You know, I mean, memorable characters uh, besides the actual dude. Now, I felt like they were progressing pretty fast for there to be like ten of these movies. Like last yes. movie, they were like. Bing, bang, bomb, we're on the bad guy's head kind of deal. Um, so, you know, it kind of makes me wonder how quickly this will progress and what will happen to the main bad guy or anything. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's funny because I don't know how much you paid uh, close attention to the film's uh, release, but it basically became a situation where it was released yearly. Like, Saw mm-hmm. 1 was released in... 2004 saw 2 2005 this one 2006 and it looks like they kept up with the yearly releases uh right up to saw 7 then afterwards uh, they took a little bit of a break there but i mean just to have films coming out consistently like year after year Mm -hmm. um it's definitely nothing to sneeze at there uh but at the same point it does start to begin to worry because obviously the first one, they had a lot more time to think about stuff. And that's why I tend to like the first one as much as I do there. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to mention the fact that even though I love the Saw franchise, the thing that is most notably known for with the uh, torture porn aspect there, uh, I'm not into that. I love the goofy storyline with Mm -hmm. John Kramer and his ideologies. I get more behind that. And I do like the ideas of the traps i just hate seeing them play out right right yeah i mean Mm -hmm. obviously the point of these movies is to really hone in on that aspect Mm -hmm. and it can be uncomfortable by design but it's not my brand of uncomfortable that i love either right exactly and from what i remember you liked the first one pretty good and then the second one was all right in your eyes there going into the third one are you a little bit more trepidatious a little bit um i mean uh, yeah, just seeing that step down with the sequel, and you know, horror movie sequels tend to go down in quality, <laughs> at least from mm-hmm. my experience so mm-hmm. far. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm a little nervous because 
if you know one is the ceiling and then we're going under that with two mm -hmm. how far down does the rabbit hole go yeah. but uh, but there has been times where you did like the further sequel better than the other sure. one uh so far with friday the 13th being the yeah. only one where mm -hmm. you're like hey this is this is more fun and yeah, everything man. so who knows if it's going to end up being more friday the 13th going up or if it's just gonna keep stepping downwards there now for me i'm interested in viewing this film because i've only ever seen this film once uh i watched it once whenever i was binging it with my wife and everything watching mm -hmm. all the films and whenever i watched the third one um i didn't actually like it mm -hmm. now here's the weird thing here's a weird thing I've listened to a lot of uh, podcasts, especially with uh, Jay of the Dead's podcast, where they reviewed all the Saw films leading up to Saw 10 that released uh, last year. Mm. And a lot of people were saying that the third one was better than the first one in their eyes. Oh. And for me, I was like, um... Oh, really? Yeah, 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 kind of, kind of like that. It was just sort of like a... Oh, you think so? Am, am I missing something? Did I miss something with mm. this film there? Like, I'm just very curious and confused, if that makes sense, because I'm like, curious. from what I remember, the third one was on the lower echelon, mm -hmm. the lower part of the ranking of the films for me. Mm. So I'm curious about revisiting this film, not so much be like, mm, prove me wrong, but just out of genuine curiosity, just to see exactly whether this film is like actually better than mm. what I remember. And maybe mm. I was just, I don't know, maybe just having an off day or something, or if it's just comes to matter of a difference of opinion. So yeah. Yeah. I, I figured that was just a fair, I tried to never, uh, create a bias before seeing a film or anything like that right, right, but right. um i feel like this is definitively kind of middling like where yeah. i didn't care for it but then others really like it a ton oh. so, so we'll we'll figure out uh which uh side of the cut i'll be on oh, yeah what <laughs> and... side of the fence are we gonna fall on today <laughs> Hopefully the one with the least amount of traps, bud. <laughs> <laughs> True. Hopefully so, but the only way to find out is by watching Saw 3, so we'll be back after we watch the film. Yeah. <laughs> and that sounded That's like a little it. bumblebee. Huh? <laughs> And we have just survived watching Saw 3. And Aaron, baby, yeah. what do you think of Saw 3? Uh, it's Saw 3 of the movies now. <laughs> and they are, they're all, they're all kind of the same. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, I, I can't say I'm underwhelmed. I can't say I'm overwhelmed. I, I'm just whelmed. And well, we, we witnessed a Saw movie. There are moments that I appreciate there's a lot of just i feel like this might be i don't know my my memory is like a goldfish but i feel like this might be the worst as far as graphic scenes that we've seen yet in a saw uh um yes yeah i i would agree because i felt like they were trying to use more digital effects mm -hmm. as opposed to the previous film kept to more practical effects now granted there are practical effects in this film but there are some <laughs> cg effects that are used in this film that True have aged like milk <laughs> yeah i mean well some of just some of the saw aesthetic in general i feel like is aged like milk like we were we were making mm -hmm. comments on the, the 
alt rock uh, yeah. ending credits music, and it's like it just kind of summarizes the vibe of some of the saw. Feels a little, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just feels a little stale at this point, which I feel like mm-hmm. they were trying to make this one the freshest one ever, and for me. It's kind of the mess one ever. I mean, that's fair. That's just it. I can see why people on the internet are like, Saw 3 is the best one because it has like a ooh, plot twist or whatever. <laughs> but it just seemed like the most, like, give me the gun, I'll shoot myself in the head kind of plot twist. I, I just didn't seem like that. I was like, yeah that's not that much of a twist but then it's just then they're like oh yeah did you didn't know let me replay all the past scenes so you could tease see that uh, this was happening the whole time i was just like man i just i don't know <laughs> this film's just like man at least they gave it a plot but like i was worried there for the beginning because in the beginning it's real meandering it's meandering as hell but they they get there and then i don't know i'm just it's not my favorite franchise Boys and girls, we're about to have a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, dude. Yeah, we're we're going to just dive right in and just kind of see what you think about it. I'm going to keep my overall thoughts on whether this film did better or worse in my yeah, mind I am once curious we get to, know to ratings. How it played out for you? Yes, for sure. To it, um. Well, technically, I think we're going to talk about our thoughts and feelings about it anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's find out. Uh, you know what? Why not? Okay. Let, let's see if we can figure out where I stand or whatever's. So, um, talking about Saw 3, released in 2006, as previously discussed, the plot of Saw 3 focuses on our boy again, John Kramer, except... Uh, by the way, spoilers for anything Saw-related. I don't feel the need to say it, but I'm just doing it. Just in case, just throw yeah, it over there. Yeah, you probably want to watch one and two. Yes, definitely need to watch one and two to understand a lot more of the plot points there. Yeah. But it focuses on our boy, uh, John Kramer, who uh, isn't doing too well given the uh, cancer and the tumor that he has going on in his brain and everything. And uh, his assistant, Amanda, as was revealed in Saw 2, um helps him out uh, by finding a uh, doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor finds herself in a predicament to where she has to help John or die trying, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and while this is going on, we have our own series of uh, traps that uh, our boy Jeff has to get through here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty much... Uh, a self-discovery sort of route for him, but the decisions that he makes is going to be very, very life-changing. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, I think that's about the best way I could describe the plot lightly and everything else. And um, I can't wait till ratings, dude. I'm just going to let you know how it is. I can't wait. I can't wait, dude. Because I'm already going to talk about this. I was thinking about my thoughts about it, and I was like, Man, I'm going to spoil it already. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be hard for me to talk about this without spoiling some stuff. Yes, yes. Um, What I'm going to say is I like this film better the second time round. Oh, good, good. I can keep it at that. Mm -hmm. We'll talk more about the overall feelings whenever we get towards the end. Mm -hmm. But I do like the plot idea. I like that um, they're changing it up again just a little bit there. Yeah. 
Um, Tobin Bell, as always, is always super enjoyable to see, and so I'm glad they're still incorporating him into the plot, because at the end of Saw 2, you just see him kind of bleeding out in the van. Yeah. As uh, Donnie Wahlberg is uh, tricked into being trapped in the bathroom, right. <laughs> trying to look for his son and everything. Um, but I do like the plot idea. It definitely raises a lot of tensions, especially in a scenario where a uh, doctor's life is on the line based on their patient's life being on the line as well. Mm. And whenever she's having to take procedures, the amount of tension and everything else that's built up on it does make for interesting uh, dynamic yeah. at the very least. Because oh, yeah. I'd be nervous as hell basically trying to operate on somebody where if they die... I die. Yeah. And um, I like that dynamic aspect. And I do like that it does dive into more of the dynamic relationship between um, Shawnee Smith uh, playing Amanda again and Tobin Bell playing John Kramer. Mm -hmm. I really like that aspect of lot. I, 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 the thing that gets me through the Saw films is not the traps, even though I am curious, like, oh, what new trap yeah, ideas yeah, will they come up with? Like, oh, well, that's I love the idea. goofy lore and the belief. <laughs> yeah. That That's what gets me through these films. I'm like, if, if there were zero traps and it's just them talking about their beliefs and stuff, like it's humanities class or something yeah, like that, right. I'm like, yeah, let's go, baby. Mm. <laughs> and so... It's definitely interesting because you do dive more into their own mentalities further as to, like, okay, what aspects about this lifestyle do they like versus dislike and who they target versus who they don't target. So I do find it interesting that the film does take time to dive more into that aspect there. And granted, I don't know if it's just because I've seen all the Saw films and looking back, I'm just picking up more and I'm like, Oh, yeah, it's very interesting and everything. Because, uh, I, I mean, I was with Aaron. I was underwhelmed the first time I saw it. But maybe it's just because, again, seeing so much of the films, the theology, the ideology and everything mm -hmm. sunk into me. And so it was sticking out to me more. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I'm, I'm seeing what you're doing, Saw 3. Okay. Um, and I do like that the traps are a little bit reversed and everything, as opposed to... One person being stuck in a trap, it's a series of people that are stuck in traps related to one person that's having to navigate through all of the traps, kind of mm -hmm. like a dadgum museum or something like that. Yeah, oh yeah. So I think that's definitely a nifty way to shift things up. And, you know, putting it in perspective, it's like you have two guys in a bathroom for the first one, second one, a whole bunch of people trapped in a house, mm -hmm. and now the third one is like a little walkthrough going through the traps and everything else. Mm -hmm. I, and so, talking specifically from a plot idea-wise sort of thing, not regarding execution or anything else like that, I do like that idea. Mm -hmm. And I do like that they are interlinked and everything else. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some moments that are, again, very unintentionally goofy. Mm -hmm. um, I, at least I didn't see it intentionally goofy-wise. Uh, which I kind of miss. I kind of miss the uh, black comedy of the first film Yeah. there um, in this one. I mean, it's still all right. It still does a job and everything else. But, yeah, there's definitely some pacing issues. Like I said, the beginning definitely was slow. I was like, and <laughs> not going to lie, because I binged these movies, a lot of the events start to bleed in from one another. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. does this film have this scene or that scene? Because there's a couple of scenes that was shown at the beginning, and I'm like, 
oh no is this film this one and i'm like <laughs> yeah. no right no i can't remember and um fortunately it was not <laughs> that the scenes that i was like doing that there i'm just like yeah i don't know about that one but that that's for a, a film for possibly a never day <laughs> you know doing that but speaking plot wise i like it i believe the characters motivations um i like how the plot progresses and everything um it's interesting it's very interesting so i have to give mad props to it um we'll go ahead and talk about some of the characters since i know we've already discussed the film mm -hmm. um one of the peeps obviously got to talk about is our boy tobin bell back in the role as john kramer aka jigsaw mm -hmm. um and I don't know. I think he just has hit it out of the park in all three films. He does exactly what he needs to, and it's fine. Granted, it's a little bit more tricky to uh, judge his performance since he is very sickly and mm. doesn't get to do as much. I mean, he's laying in the bed the entire time, very weak speaking. But, I mean, for what he had and everything, I still thought he hit it out of the park right. and everything. I mean, not maybe as enjoyable as 2, where he's kind of more taunting Donnie Wahlberg and everything. Mm. But at the same point... Um, I, I I liked it, and it's always good to see my boy Tobin Bell just rocking and rolling as John Kramer. Mm -hmm. Um, any thoughts about it? Or <laughs> I, I guess I, I, I guess at this point, Aaron's holding on like he has a revolver of the critiques that he's waiting <laughs> to fire on. Like as soon as that, like it's really not pull... that bad. It's just yeah, yeah. No, I and trust me, when you see that point, please fire away at any point. I give you full permission, <laughs> Second Amendment, baby. Right to arm bears. Yeah. It's all good. I mean, a lot of it, I know once I get started on my soapbox, I'm not going to be able to stop. So well, a lot once of you see probably, a moment, yeah. you, you do not... <laughs> Do not throw away your shot. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> um, but I liked him. Uh, also, Shawnee Smith. I'm also a big fan of. Uh, definitely has some goofy moments, intentionally, unintentionally there. But I like her a lot, mm -hmm. both as a character and with her performance. I felt like she got to do way, way more in this one. Like it was almost uh, focusing more on her this film than yeah, it was yeah. even Jigsaw. And I think. That's perfectly fine. I mean, I think it's honestly kind of awesome to have kind of like a figure like her in the horror realm and everything. Mm -hmm. And it is a self of learning more about her because we only learned that she was working with Jigsaw at the end of two. You mm -hmm. only saw her briefly in one. So it's kind of neat to see her in action and be kind of an accomplice for uh, John and everything. And she, you could tell she's having fun with the role she does everything good. It's super enjoyable. Again, another, like, uh, Dan out of Dan performance when it comes to, like, saw acting and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, if it came to, like, cinematically comparing to every performance ever, it's it's hard to top some performances I've seen in my lifetime. But whenever it comes to Realm of Horror, both Shawnee Smith and Tobin Bell do top the charts in the horror realm aspect for, like... Man, that's just a good performance. We got fun characters. <laughs> it's just a good time, baby. Yeah. Um, so I liked her, and I do like some of the stuff that is revealed. And it's funny because <laughs> I have seen the other Saw films, and there are minute moments that I don't think you ever caught whim of mm -hmm. that I'm like, 
oh my god so they didn't just add that scene in that was actually in the film but it's mm -hmm. so minute and everything mm -hmm. so um it's definitely fun just revisiting the film in that aspect because as you as you could probably agree with the editing they love showing scenes from previous films they love just showing like yeah this happened in the previous film and oh, then yeah. they interjected whether it is like a crazy transition or something like that um but overall yeah i really enjoyed her performance um probably shawnee smith was honestly even more enjoyable to watch than tobin bell was but again the film is focused more solely on her and you see why towards the end of the film mm. uh, we might as well talk about the uh doctor dr lynn played by bahar sumek and um i thought she was perfectly fine as an actress and everything the only problem that came to be is the fact that whenever it came to developing her character it's really kind of kept shrouded a bit in mystery a little bit but not even in a teasing mystery like they omit it and everything mm -hmm. and it's understandable why later on um but whenever they hold the cards it's kind of like interesting because first time i saw it and everything i'm just like man this gal has like nothing it's just she's a yeah, doctor yeah she is pretty thin she's definitely I think at least for most of the movie propped up as a device to develop the other two characters in the scene yes. more so than her. But. I think that's honestly even a better way of describing it there. And, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with having other characters prop up other characters you want to build up and everything. Mm -hmm. It just comes at the sacrifice of her performance and everything. But also at the same point, I don't feel like it was ever like a bad performance either where I'm just like, Man, she's just boring to watch. I obviously did want to see her escape and everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she is trying to uh, work her way out. And, you know, she's struggling with, her, like, her own battle as it's seen early on and everything. Right. And so with a combination of mentally not being all there and also being put under stress and everything, it just builds a tension up of uh, every cut, every injection, everything you do trying to save uh, John's life and everything is going to matter right. at that moment. But uh, one other plot device that I do really like is the fact that um, whenever it came to the um, trap and everything, um, I do like how they specify you have to keep John alive while this other dude does this trap. Right. Because it makes it more believable, especially given the fact about how severe the tumor and cancer is in john's mind that again there's kind of like no way uh out of it you know if, if it's like you know oh you have to save him and everything as opposed to the fact that there is no saving him just at least holding it off so that way he can live through this guy's test that he goes through so right. uh i did like that at the very least that it that there was a light at the end of the tunnel it's not like one of those things like oh you can't die ever and right. it's like well that just sucks for me and everything um we'll also jump over to um our main man who's uh going through the uh series of tests himself uh jeff played by angus mcfadden um and First time I saw the film, I couldn't stand this dude. He <laughs> was just very obnoxious and everything. Mm -hmm. um, definitely was just like, 
man, I, I do not care about this dude. But second time round, kind of like watching it and everything, while there is some like cheesy performances he does on his end and everything, um, thinking about it as a whole and just taking in sort of like the suffering of loss and it, the tragedy he's going through and everything, I was like, okay, I, I, I can handle his character a lot better and I appreciate more of the nuances there. Granted, He's not safe. He is not safe when whenever you get to yeah. spoilers. <laughs> the, he does not get a pass yet. This yeah. isn't full clearance there. But I picked, with the way they were initially writing the character and everything, um, I was like, okay, I can appreciate this, but it's more so a plot aspect. Like, oh, what if some dude had to go through a series of tests where other people who affected his life had to suffer and everything. Yeah. I like, it's like, I like the idea more than the actual well, that's, that's, character itself. Yeah. Well, cause I don't think there mm -hmm. is much of a character beyond mm -hmm. the idea. That's sort of my criticism with a lot of the Saw movies, but this one really stands out where the only people that have like actual characters are like the two bad people. And then everyone else is like a concept. You know what I mean? Like, this guy, his whole character is, I lost my son. <laughs> and mm, I'm not over it yet. And like, it's like all, that's like all, they just wrote that on a napkin and gave it to him. I was like, here's your character. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he just walks in and shot all his things in a day and went home. Like, it was like, there's nothing else to his character. So I don't give a fuck about him. I don't give, give a fuck about the doctor lady either. She was like, Oh, I take antidepressants, so I guess I deserve to be blown the fuck up or something, unless I save this madman's tumor life. Like, <laughs> I was just, I was like, okay. like, And then she's just like, well, I'm scared and nervous because I have a collar that will blow my fucking brains out if I make a mistake. So that's their whole character. And every, every person that's in a trap, they're just like, yeah, I'm in a trap. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like... <laughs> Not, not that every character has to be like, ah, my favorite color is purple. And when I was six, like, not that they need to be developed that way, but, like, it's just like, well, also, why do I care about this person? It's just, I don't know. That's my that's my criticism of every character is that there aren't actually characters. There's just cardboard cutouts that, like, scream and stuff, and they slap an idea on their head. And it's basically the episode of The Office where they all have a label on top of their head that's, like, Asian, black, or do they have to guess what everybody else is? They're like, oh, I'm judge that sentenced your, your son's killer to not enough time. Watch me gargle pig goo. I'm like, all right. But why do I give a fuck as the audience? I don't, really. I didn't for most of the movie. So that's... Okay, I'm stepping off my soapbox. But... No, okay, we'll dust it off. Get ready for round two yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Speaking of which, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of other characters to talk about. Um, Doesn't and, matter. Uh, yeah. They all die or are just people that are in little traps <laughs> that probably die. <laughs> We've already talked about the characters that matter. It's the dude with the brain tumor and Amanda. And that's it. There's <laughs> two other people doing traps for the rest of the movie, but they don't really matter <laughs> <laughs> as the characters there's there's four being generous there's four characters realistically there's two but there's, there's approximately four and then a bunch of background noise all right we could <laughs> we can talk about any other characters that pop up we can just put a close on the main character cast light <laughs> 
<laughs> we're just going into just, a... just every other character either pops up in flashbacks or is just like tying up a loose end from other movies and i spent most of the movie remembering who they were until they died so i was like okay but <laughs> i was like remind me who this person is oh okay and they're dead <laughs> and it doesn't matter <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah so i'm just gonna keep moving forward yeah. then <laughs> just gonna keep uh moving forward then since uh that's what the <laughs> that's just me man. no 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 you're, you guys you're love the... character number three then i mean by all means you guys could be big fans at home but I don't remember anything about them except for my son and I'm a doctor and that's it. Those are the characters. Let's talk about okay, editing. What do you... I don't know. Yeah, other... yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, good. There weren't as many one. stupid flash cuts in this one, which is kind of sad because that's kind of the style as I expected to feel like a, you know, five gum commercial, but you know there was still it was still very green it was still a very green tinted movie so i recognized it as saw but understandable you're good i we can go ahead and talk about uh editing <laughs> there i i can tell <laughs> i'm sorry no 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 you're fine you're fine These are I, my, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give this an objective fair rating at no the no end you of should all my all my bitching but i just don't i just don't think these movies are very good well you you, you like the first one though right probably but i'm tired of it i'm tired of it but if i watch the first one again right now i'd give it like a two i don't know Jesus. even though it's amazing i'm sure but i just i'm too i'm, I'm too tired of saw i saw it all the first time you that's why they call it that's why they call saw wait maybe i saw it no maybe you are too tired you know maybe <laughs> you're like first one okay yeah yeah I, I, that's awesome too all right, uh, slow, a little less, l- l- little little slow, slow down. Three. I do appreciate what they did with the plot, and they made it a little different because I do like the him wandering into each room, solving the puzzles. <laughs> but I also think it's stupid. It doesn't. It doesn't affect. It has nothing to do with the philosophy of John Kramer, Kramer from Seinfeld, because he like 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 these people that he's given the gallery for that are are inevitably going to die. Uh, he has no chance for them to save themselves. It's all based off of one dude who's massively incompetent because he has to think about his son before he grabs the key while this woman's getting Chinese water frozen tortured or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> and, you know, like, like if, if I accidentally stubbed my toe in front of this guy while he was watching his son die and then I ended up in, you know fucking saw room getting my guts eaten out by a pig or whatever fucked up trap some maniac thought of i wouldn't be like wow this is a chance for me to save my life like every other saw puzzle was it's just like oh this guy could save your life but too bad he's fucking stupid anyway okay well let's have him go through all these puzzles now it just like i don't know i know he has a giant brain tumor but the dude's philosophy is kind of dripping for his for as big brain mastermind as the guy is supposed to be i'm like none of these people had a chance to live realistically you're just you are just murdering people and it's not really that interesting to me but <laughs> <laughs> so editing is pretty yeah! pretty pretty nostalgic time capsule and everything Woo! doing the uh jump cuts and everything else like that mm-hmm. um i don't know at, at this point it 
I can see why it's like irritating and just annoying and obnoxious and I, everything. I felt like the but way for they, me, they handled it in this yeah. one was not too bad. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty tame for yeah, the most yeah, part. It there, was, it was a stylistic choice. It's yeah, not, I, I won't shit on it for that. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's just kind of like just ah, oh, yeah. There's that classic yeah, saw yeah, editing yeah. and everything, um, and um, it 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 is always funny to see the editing because again, I still never I. Man, I just still think about that car scene transition from the first film. The one whenever the car's pulling forward and the windshield is cutting the scene like oh, George Lucas play. Yeah, yeah. But they do a lot of cuts like that where they're like swooping around the room and it's like, oh, it's a different Ooh. room in a house. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. They, did, they did that like three times. But the first time I was like, okay, I get it. Disorienting. Cool. And then I was like, all right, you guys did this one like three times. But all right, go off, Kate. Yeah, but it's like, it's just one of those things that it's goofy. But also, I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, keep the goofy transitions. I just, like, I love, I, I the eat goof, that up. The goofy transitions, the fucking 2006-ass, like, sound editing and music in the background and shit. It just made me, this whole movie just feels like a TV show, you know? Like, I'm watching hour-and-a-half-long TV shows every movie, and I'm like, all right. And we're continuing with the last character stuff. We're just kind of, got. we just keep going, and... It's like I'm watching an HBO show, but it's not that good, you know? (laughs) There's an hour and a half of my life, and I just watched another episode of Saw. Um, The pilot was real good, but now I don't know that I want to finish the season. It's got ten episodes this season? Jesus. More of this? All right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um... This, and this might be Krampus mode. It, it's tracking, it, we're, so far, we're tracking for Krampus. So far, no, <laughs> it's not that. It's not. It's not that bad of a movie. It's not. It's not. It's just. Uh, it's it, just. There's so many plot holes that I couldn't. By the time I reached the end, my ankles were stuck in the saw trap ass plot holes. <laughs> and I couldn't quite reach the key at the end. Artistically said, very, very artistically, perfectly referenced said. <laughs> Yes, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, it's like it has that good old editing there, and I love the lighting, like the dim, dingy lighting there. Mm-hmm. And I even like how whenever they have a flashback to Amanda being in a trap, they actually perfectly did the exact same lighting as they did in the first film and everything. Yeah. Probably because it was still on set, given it just two years later it was released. Right. And everything, but I did like the lighting of it and the um, overall atmosphere because, again, as you uh, you know are seeing, Jeff is kind of trapped in like a meat plant, meat yeah. packing plant. So it's it's nifty environment. I like how they changed the environment where it's like either the bathroom for the most part there mm-hmm. or the house, and now it's mm-hmm. a meat packing plant. I do find it interesting and endearing changing the setting and everything. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, but you get to see more of Jigsaw's lair where you see all of the traps laying out and everything, mm-hmm. just rusty tools, traps, contraptions, blueprints on the walls, everything. It's it's a fun setting. It's a fun setting. I like looking at everything there. Um, so I like that. Um, I like editing, music, stuff now let's talk about the traps without spoiling anything because we'll get into nitty-gritty how did you feel the traps fared if we're being fair maybe the second one since the first one wasn't as heavily trap focused Mm -hmm. and everything i feel like the traps in this movie are actually really good yeah yeah for like overall score for like creative value of like what if we tortured somebody this way if you're a torture porn geek out there you're torture porn nerd 
Uh, yeah, no, I feel like Saw 3 has got some good traps. There are some ideas where I'm like, well, I don't know how you'd have to be, like, well, how fucked in the head you'd have to be to think of this one. But, like, <laughs> nice. Nice going. Uh, grade A psychopathy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I feel like that aspect, they did really well. The transitions between the traps, they did really well. But at the same time, some of them were just like... I don't know. Can I can I spoil this one? It's just like, what if people had it? What if what if he was chained up? But like in his skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I was like all right. What, what if he was in a box on top of like a forklift, but he wasn't forklift certified? So <laughs> well, that'd be that, OSHA wouldn't like that one. You know. Hello, Warren. <laughs> All your life you've been working in a warehouse, but you've never been forklift certified. <laughs> That's what it felt like at times. They were like, you weren't paying attention to your kid or whatever, so now you have to fix my brain tumor. <laughs> I feel like he really was he really phoning in it sometimes with some of these. But That's fair. That's yes, fair. No, but absolutely. I feel like the trap, all the ones that were like... <laughs> kind of phoned that trap in for me were also like the unimportant ones i feel like the the the, the time they spend on specific traps in this movie that are like actually needing to be solved uh i think they're pretty good overall yeah. okay well that's good that's good it's just something saw three did good yeah 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 no there's some things i'm hung up on but i give it a lot of props for i uh, at least I, I like the plot that they attempted and like the sort of mm-hmm. the, the interwoven storylines of like the doctor in the operating room and Amanda and all that and the guy who's trying to solve the puzzles in the pack end and like how are these things going to fit together. Uh, they've obviously been twisted together in the beginning because they're like, hey, you know, this guy, he's you got until he finishes the thing to make me not die. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I get that they, they put it together initially like that, but then, you know, as stuff goes on and you're learning more about both these people, you're like, how are these plots going to and twist together in the end and i feel like they did a good job of of keeping it wrapped uh i like the environment i like the traps there are good things to say about this movie it's just it's also things i'm just stuck on my brain is just stuck on but well you, you we, we are going to clear up that stuckage here in a little bit Great. there because i don't think aside from me do you have anything else you'd want to talk about before spoilers <sighs> man i don't think so okay i don't think so yeah yeah, that's perfectly fine. I, I kind of feel the same way where I can't feel like I talk any more about the film without spoiling it. Yeah. So, Aaron. Sure. Moment I've been kind of waiting for, you know, mm-hmm. this is it, you know, sort <laughs> yeah. of moment. Please give your rating for Saw 3. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a real brief synopsis of my criticisms thus far. Uh, acting, the characters themselves written poorly, very poorly. The plot itself as far as an arc goes is actually pretty interesting but just there's so many little holes in that story arc that it's just you know it's like climbing up it's like a rock climbing wall for me to get to the end like i i appreciate the neat little loop they tie together in the end with a little bow um but uh god just so many things had to happen a very specific way for that little loop to, to close um anyway so scripts writing overall really bad for me characters for the most part really bad besides the two interesting bad guys um yeah yeah there's a lot of cheese a lot of just i don't love looking at all this trap stuff so it's not you know watching it now is like well this is the worst it's ever been that's a compliment for some who are looking for that kind of thing (laughs) out of a saw franchise for me i was like wow i just my eyeballs just witnessed a lot of things that (laughs) 
could have done without. Um, all that together to say, but yeah, but I, I will give it props for the, the general idea, the atmosphere, the traps. It is a very creative franchise overall, and this is um, a great example of that in this film series. So I give it five rotting pigs out of ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's uh, I'll it all evens out because I do feel like yeah, if you're looking for just what you would be looking for when you pop in a saw movie, the good traps, the grand philosophy, the scheming and planning that ultimately accumulates into something, but also you know it's a horror movie, it's not that serious. Um, if you if you want all that bundled together. I mean, you could do far worse than Saw 3. I think Saw 3, yeah, it's a, it's got its good points. It's just other points, like characters that I'm going to remember tomorrow, is is uh, <laughs> is low. So uh, it, it's got its highs and its lows, but overall, yeah, it's like a 5. Yeah, it's average. That's honestly way higher than what I thought you were going to rate it. No, I told lie, you. Dude. I'm going to give I'm, it... I'm, I'm guessing it's because you really have high likes and then high dislikes about the film that just kind of beat itself There's down. There's just things that really rub me the wrong way. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. That we'll, we'll talk about in spoilers about how okay. things shake out. But Alright, well for me, I am definitely glad I revisited this film because uh, especially after watching um, Saw 10, which is a sequel to 1 mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything, it's it's definitely fun to revisit it, and I'm glad I did overall. I see exactly why people say, like, oh, this is actually the best Saw film mm-hmm. in the franchise. Now, do I believe that? No way. Nope. Absolutely not. No chance. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nuh-uh. I am still... I Maybe it's just I'm riding the high from one and everything. Even though I can admit there are faults in one, mm-hmm. the good stuff is just too good and yeah. everything oh. whereas this film it does have some good stuff but also some really bad stuff mm-hmm. that i wasn't too like yeah about and everything so i do like it more the first than the first time i saw it but it does not come anywhere near dethroning the first one the second one maybe maybe mm-hmm. maybe it just kind of depends on the aspect i'm looking for there mm-hmm. if i want to have fun with tobin i'll go to two if i want to have fun with uh amanda i'll go to three that's kind of it's kind of like you know pick the flavor you want and yeah. everything so i do like that because there is things in two that i like and dislike and then same thing with three there are things i like and dislike about it now can i definitively say which one i like better off the top of my head, maybe three, but, like, only by a hair. Like, it's pretty much on par for me, uh, at the very least there. Um, but who knows? It, it's kind of one of those things that whenever I watched two again, I was a little bit more underwhelmed mm-hmm. the second time than I was the first time watching mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And now I have kind of the opposite effect where I'm kind of, oh, surprised at how enjoyable the third one was but yeah if i had to rate it in all honesty i'm pretty close with aaron where i'd rate it probably like i don't know 5.5 6 if i'm being super generous but like around there kind of middling average and everything i do like it and i could see myself not anytime soon but revisiting the film like if just if i wanted to get those sick amanda lore bits or something like that but yeah if it comes to the overall film and everything it's like yeah it's a 
there's some scenes that I'm just like, okay, let's get past that. And I did start like phasing out of my body whenever they just started talking <laughs> and everything. And then I went back and trust me, I love the bits where they talk about their philosophy and their high horsedness and everything mm. else like that. But yeah, for me, it's also uh, above average, uh, just a little above average for me. And I'm happy I revisited this film. But that being said, I still hold true that I think the first Saw film is just a better film, a more fun film, and is everything I love about. Like, it's just like, it's just my favorite one out of the bunch. I'm just gonna keep it there. So, yeah, let that be the determination as to whether you want to continue watching Saw. Because uh, if you didn't like to, chances are, three's probably not going to win you over but it might not also hurt you or you might enjoy it as your new favorite maybe maybe i don't know maybe, maybe. but i at least i could see why people like three more than one mm -hmm. don't agree with it but i can see it <laughs> i yeah i get it i, I get mm -hmm. the appeal i get why people will sit down and be like yeah this movie's amazing because you love those traps and you are one to uh Accept the ending, I guess. <laughs> then, yes, or and be mm -hmm. and be pleased by it. Then, then yes, then yes. Both of those things uh, would lead this to be a great movie. The you. ending yeah. is very divisive because on the one hand, it feels like a saw ending, mm -hmm. but on the other hand, the ending doesn't feel natural. No, yes. yeah, yeah, that's, and that's what yeah. I want to talk about in spoilers yeah. mostly is just all the, the very specific things that had to happen for it to end that way. And yes. And John's like, mm, for yes, sure. well, it was, had to end this way. I'm a man, I'm a genius. <laughs> I, I love your, I love your John impersonation. He <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like Orson Welles. <laughs> I'm a genius. I'm going to come up with a trap that's a parted on a dolly. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom in closer. <laughs> closer. <laughs> Deep into my face. <laughs> We're going to spoil Saw 3, everybody, so get the heck out if you don't get it spoiled. Get so the let's... fuck out of here. I yeah. don't want you here anymore. I mean, please come back for the next episode. Don't even I get... come back. <laughs> Aaron, please spoil the hell out of Saw 3. <laughs> Uh, I guess we'll start at the beginning, which didn't make any fucking sense to me. Probably just because I forget all these characters. But, like, the cop lady who got her ribcage fucking eviscerated yes. open just because Amanda didn't like her. What what was their beef again? What? So, from... Ooh, this... Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. This might be a potential spoiler for all the films and everything. But oh. I'm just going to lay it on you because... Sure, sure. Um, spoiler for next teaser, it's not going to be Saw 4. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Exactly yeah. what I want to hear. But it's either I'm misremembering it because the film has moments where they'll take moments and like that. And it's like, remember this moment? Mm -hmm. It does like the Keenum Hearts sort oh, yeah. of technique <laughs> there where they take a moment and build it up more. But from what I understand solely based on 3 and everything... Um, I believe that she was captured just due to Amanda overall wanting to kill people. Mm -hmm. Like, she wants to see others suffer, mm -hmm. which kind of defeated the overall purpose. And I'm guessing she just targeted the um, 
female police officer, which I believe her name was uh, Carrie, played by Dinah Meyer, which mm-hmm. I thought she did fine, but literally yeah. is on there for five minutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <clears> yeah, or yeah. something like they that. They started to build her up like she was a character that mattered, and then they just mm-hmm. killed her instantly, and that just sort of killed my momentum and they had to build that up again yeah because like there there's the whole thing where they purposely made the trap unfair and everything right because the key they get from the acid and everything doesn't unlock it and it rips her cage open and my only guess as to why is the fact that she didn't want her investigating any further into uh donnie Wahlberg's disappearance that's about the only thing i yeah. can guess or surmise there's not a real strong motivation if you want in movie terms they're like what if we had this badass trap that ripped your rib cage out exactly yeah th- yes. and that's unfortunately how mm-hmm. i started to feel by the end of the movie yes. is it's like what if we had this badass trap that turned pigs into goo and made you drown in it and and, yeah. and I was like, hey, that's a cool idea for a trap, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm so much less yeah. invested when I don't care mm-hmm. about the outcome. You know what I mean? Yes, and I will say, I, I can't remember this, there might be more reason as to why she died. Because there are, even though you didn't see it, there are mm-hmm. other players at play. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was just sort of a jarring way to start the movie. Is we, we mm-hmm. start in with her and her other cop friends, and they're looking at these murders. And they do give you a little nugget that's relevant through the movie where, yeah, she's investigating the trap of the guy who just mm-hmm. had all the chains. And they were like, how'd you get in here? And they're like, we had to cut through the door because it was welded shut. And she was like, yeah, this doesn't seem like Jigsaw because then the trap wasn't fair and that sort of like explains the rest of the movie happenings and i get i get that and i was like that's cool yeah but uh, yeah it was still disorienting for me to spend like the first 10 minutes of the movie with a whole bunch of people that just then don't matter at all and then i was like okay wait like is that gonna come up again and no none of it did the police people never came up again they were never part of the movie or the plot of the conflict at all it just sort of jumped into the next part of the movie and I was like, okay, it took me a minute to like lose all that before I joined yeah. the rest of yeah. it. But yeah, uh, they do spend time all like setting it up, like it's going to be focusing again on the police side and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because for like two was like that, yeah. And so I was like, okay, we're going to have more of this. But Mm-mm. but no, it's kind of like a throwaway thing. And I will say, uh, in the future films, those characters, well, the the other police officers do appear later on in films. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything so maybe i mean this is maybe they were setting it up early if they were planning on yearly releases they're like hey we're planning on doing something with this character this character let's write them in Mm -hmm. here so that way they're introduced early that could also be another reason but yeah that could have also led to another reason as to why carrie was killed because she was the one i observed and says this doesn't seem like jigsaw because this seems like a very unfair trap with zero way to escape that even if he ripped off all of the chains off of his body and everything, he would still die. Right. Um, so maybe that's another reason as to why Amanda targeted her. Because she's like, you, okay, you are you know too much or whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, it is also one of those situations that it should be blatantly obvious that like somebody would have probably figured out this isn't a jigsaw trap because we couldn't even get out. Right. right like right. there's no way they could have survived or whatever. And again, I think it just boils down to hey, what if we had a sick trap where we had rings attached to the body and mm-hmm. you have to rip it out before a bomb goes off? <clears throat> right, right, yeah. And it was like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of cool trap design. I'm, I'm not I'm not dissing that. It's just, yeah. 
there are some decisions they make that it, it, it's why I made the comment earlier that if this feels like another episode of a TV show, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, you guys all remember the cops, so we don't have to do anything to establish them. And then this one dies and it doesn't matter because it's just the first 10 minutes of a TV show. Like, mm-hmm. you can start a TV show that way because you just watched the last episode. But I didn't <laughs> just watch the last saw. I don't I didn't remember these people. I was like, yeah, this person looks familiar, but what do they do again? Oh, they're dead. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then, oh, they're never coming up again? That's weird because it just expects you to continue knowledge from the previous films. Usually mm-hmm. when you make a movie, it's got to be, like, obviously it takes reference and context from the previous films into consideration. But it still has to be a self-contained thing. And you know, this one just seemed like, oh, I'm continuing a TV show. Yeah. That That's actually a good comparison, kind of like watching an HBO series or whatever. Right. So I could see that. In all honesty, that's probably why I was able to binge them, because mm-hmm. I'm just, like, keeping up with everything. Right, right, because you, picking get, it up. you got the knowledge in my, yeah, yeah. So I feel like mm-hmm. that would probably make the experience better if you were binging these. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, for me, I was just like, okay, well, I guess we'll keep going. But, yeah, um, but I think that's... Um, <clears throat> Yep, totally fair and just, but yeah, like after the, uh, I think they call it the angel wing trap, I think they nicknamed that or whatever, Mm. Um, pretty much it just jumps solely with uh, Dr. Lin and everything Mm -hmm. where she is um, kidnapped and everything else um and it does show her a bit that she is super smart Mm -hmm. um as a doctor which even though that scene did drag out i felt like it was good for plot reasons so so like okay she's a really good smart thinking doctor can think on the dot about something like even if it is just a scene or whatever at the very least it shows that she's very competent as a doctor because if we didn't see her in action prior it'd be like well how do you know she's a good doctor besides you know john being like She's a very good doctor. Right. You know, <laughs> right. something like that. Um, so I did like that aspect. Um, I did find it interesting. Although it did feel weird, but then it made sense later on. Mm-hmm. Whenever it shows um, her with her partner and everything, it'd be like, I want a divorce or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, okay. You know, it just goes right. out. Because it's definitely a weird way to go about it. Mm-hmm. But then as you figure out later, that definitely makes sense as to why she was very like, mm, about it. Because as you find out at the yeah. end of the film... Uh, that was someone she was cheating with and everything. Yeah. And he was saying, I want you to divorce him already. Right. And everything. So um, I, I thought that was good. I did think the way she's kidnapped is goofy as hell. Yeah. Because, like, the car garage in the first one, I could actually believe because nothing good happens in car garages. True. True. <laughs> nothing at all whatsoever. <laughs> um, but this one, it's just like you locked in a room and then it's kidnapped by Amanda. And it's like, okay, how did you get the body out of a heavily, like, populated place yeah, there? Like, they just sort of gloss over a lot of things. It's like, well, Jigsaw's like magic. So just, <laughs> Jigsaw's magic! It just, he just is. Like, why does he? Why is he so omniscient? He's like, I saw you cheating on your husband, and also you are sad, and you don't pay enough attention to your kid. It's like, damn, why don't you raise my kid if you're so involved in my life? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> I'm literally just a doctor in the same hospital that you were once treated in. You just have you been doing this to every doctor? Like, what's your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Here, raise my child. (laughs) Yeah, you take care of him. You're so Mm. invested in life. Yeah, Um, blow my fucking brains out. I'm already taking antidepressants. Why isn't there ever a guy that's just Mm. like, yeah, no, I don't want to live. Just can you can you just kill me already? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just sits there in a trap. This is great. I didn't have the balls to do it myself, so thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks, thank you. Jigsaw. Yeah. 
Pokemon to seriously do anything. <laughs> no, you, you vastly overestimated my will to live. Like, <laughs> you built all this trap for nothing. All right. Wait for my head to explode. Is there a way to speed this up? <laughs> okay, I'm going to come in there and just get you out of the trap. <laughs> I'm just actually going to get you a therapist. This. <laughs> uh, you need to talk this out. I, I miscalculated my nose, actually. I do, I do love that this mm-hmm. movie explores that, like, he hasn't helped anybody ever. Like, yeah. like, like the one person that's like, he helped her is Amanda, and, like, she's obviously, he failed the last test. Like, she's, she obviously is just uh, now insane and, and uh, uh, has Stockholm Syndrome real bad, and that, that's why she's following Jigsaw's methods or whatever. You know, that's actually a good point to raise up. I do like that aspect, because that's, like, you know, one of the points that she raises, like, oh, he saved me, he saved me and everything. Yeah, and then, and then she then... didn't, she's, she's doing all this shit wrong, and it's just because she's a twisted, crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's just because she's very traumatized and yes, everything. Yes, and, and saved me from, yeah. Yes. Uh, and not only that, but, like, you know, as it's shown, like, her own vices is having to slit herself, but she can't show it on the wrist there because she knows she fails, so then she opts to slitting her leg and everything, which it is funny just seeing her pull her trousers down yeah, later like, in the film. I was like, what's going on here? And, uh, then, and then you realize it's an awkward self-harm scene. But yeah. yeah, but uh, at the same point, I did like seeing that and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. She's like not strong like you know she's just not able to get past this thing to where mm-hmm. she can't she cannot stop harming herself and everything and so she's resorted to doing that in order to just to still hide it and conceal it but yeah it is almost stockholm syndrome and everything mm-hmm. and i think that's honestly i like that aspect that they build on more in the film and everything mm-hmm. i think it works good in the first film not knowing anything it's like oh he actually saved me which right. feeds into his philosophy but i like how whenever you dig deeper it's actually way more messed up and everything right so i do think that aspect is really uh neat and interesting there yeah, i do enjoy that they explored that yeah. mm-hmm um but yeah it it definitely is very interesting kind of seeing the philosophy of jigsaw play out especially for jeff because that's kind of your biggest thing is Mm -hmm. that you feel like the people that basically in his eyes condemn like like stopped any sort of justice from happening from losing his son because i think you know wanting vengeance and everything i think that's a theme everybody can relate to where Mm -hmm. the world unfortunately doesn't operate to where it's like you know people that do bad things be it intentional or non-intentional don't always receive the punishment that seems the most just in everything Mm -hmm. but also at the same point there's a situation where the people thrown into the traps and again it's up to him to decide who lives who dies i think it's one of those like double-edged swords Mm -hmm. on the one hand i think it's very interesting that he's making the choice whether they live or die and it does fit into again sort of the jigsaw philosophy and it's kind of like a twist like now you're in control of this but also you can't do it for free you're going to have to hurt yourself to do it in some aspect but on the other hand Mm -hmm. the people involved don't have a say so and it comes down to a benign thing, like whether it's a woman who saw the accident but didn't testify against the person that was on the 
standing trial basically mm-hmm. for killing the son you know that's that's pretty like okay that's yeah. like the furthest straw you could have grasped for anything beyond that would have been ludicrous and everything oh yeah so then they have to step it forward where it's like oh it's the judge who gave the not so harsh uh sentence and then it's the actual person who killed the son and everything mm-hmm. but it, it it's 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 an interesting thing that i like it but it does again kind of contradict his own belief he, what contradicts it for me is mm-hmm. that there was realistically not a chance that he'd saved most of these people you know mm-hmm. what i mean he tries to save the woman he just doesn't do it in time when she freezes to death that he's he you know, injures himself basically mm-hmm. for nothing because he hesitates every time. He hesitated with the dude that was drowning in pig maggot slop too, but he managed to get him out in time anyways, only f- to shoot him in the face on accident with the other tramp. <laughs> and it's like, and it's, there's no realistically, like, like he's presented this as like, you have the option to save these people. But like, he tried to save all three of them at the end of the day and didn't save any of them. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was the point, or whatever, maybe actually, because he's like, I couldn't save them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was like, oh, there's the real lesson is not necessarily forgiveness, but that is you couldn't do anything to save your son, that these things happen, you gotta let him go. But it wasn't that. It, it just walks, it was actually all a pawn in the test to save Amanda's life again. And mm-hmm. he, uh, Amanda failed, so. He shot Amanda in the face because that's how it was supposed to be set up the whole time. There was one bullet for what reason? Like, what if Amanda had passed the test and he just walks in and just shoots somebody, you know? Like, <laughs> like he's like, your jigsaw, bam, and then his wife dies. And then, like, like so many things had to happen exactly the way that yeah. Jigsaw masterminded it. It's like, no, he's going to walk in and shoot Amanda before Amanda shoots him. Because Amanda should know that he has a gun because she designed this whole thing, apparently, or Jigsaw designed mm-hmm. it all. I don't know. But- yeah, from what I understand, this test Jeff is going through was designed by Jigsaw because yeah. there is a more so clear way out and everything. It's just, right. it's hard to quantify because A, with the uh, woman who was freezing to death and everything, which by the way, ever mm-hmm. since uh, I... I I, I was on a stupid binge like on YouTube or whatever I first watched the films where it's like how to escape the saw traps mm-hmm. and ever since I've seen I've heard this it's it's permanently stuck in my brain so I'm gonna do the same thing yeah. uh, the guy was like on the scene where Jeff's supposed to grab the key he should have really pulled off his shirt or something to put up against the pipe so his face didn't directly freeze on it yeah he was wearing <laughs> like a jacket the whole I thought it was funny that I thought this guy was actually gonna be the one smart guy you know what I mean like mm-hmm. he walked into that room like carrying a piece of the of the yes the two by four yeah that broke off cause like I was like oh this guy's actually not just like wandering every room like no do 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 what's here like <laughs> like yeah bring shit in from the other I would have I would have been happy an armful of stuff and I'm like alright these guys obviously making me solve some fucking fucked up puzzles so like yes if only he had kept that stick with him which I thought he had at the beginning he could have just reached up and yeah. grabbed the key with the stick instead of yeah he had his... it but before he entered a room he just tossed it aside He's I guess like, whenever he saw the uh, bullet not gonna need this <laughs> I have one bullet I can throw at somebody <laughs> like, yeah. like tools like mankind got to where we are because of tools <clears throat> yeah. Are you abandoning your tools? I feel like that's the one instinct everybody would have whenever they're in a life or death situation. It's like, all right, let me grab something at least to defend myself with, you know? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, very unfortunate. That's kind of the bad thing is, is like if you give them access to a lot of stuff to use, that ends up adding a lot more like, well, why don't you use this for the trap? As opposed right. to what happens where yeah, the person in the trap is screaming and the other person is like, what do I do? Yeah. You know, and, and that's unfortunately kind of what they end up defaulting to and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, before diving in more to Jeff's traps and everything, I did want to actually give kudos to part of his backstory, even though, again, parts of it was definitely cheesy and kind of meh, but whenever shows them at the beginning kind of like you know playing out his revenge plot in his head with the gun and everything mm -hmm. there and he's in his son's room and then he notices one of the toys is missing there mm -hmm. and it turns out his daughter took it and everything uh i i do like how they restrained themselves from making him too big of an asshole towards his daughter and everything because they could have easily just made it way more like mm -hmm. that but at, but they still make him mean enough and everything towards the kiddo. Because whenever yeah. it finds out that the kiddo has a toy and everything, he's like, you know, don't you dare touch his stuff. I've told you never to touch his stuff in his room and everything. And so you understand from his perspective, he wants to leave everything as it was, kind of like as a memorial piece and everything. Mm -hmm. But also is overlooking the fact that how his daughter feels about losing her brother and everything right. in this scenario. And this is her way of coping and his selfishness is pretty much ripping that coping mechanism away from her in order to satiate his own sort of getting over it mm. and everything. So I did like that aspect a lot. Um, I wish I could remember the uh, the, the daughter who played the, uh, the actress who played the daughter and everything. Um, but I thought for the little scene she was in, she was believable and everything little kid actor and everything yeah. but i did like that aspect second time round where i'm like okay i kind of like that aspect build up but uh yeah i had to, i had to mention one kudos there before getting more into the thing because i was very surprised to see him switch early on because mm -hmm. immediately with the first person granted he takes a long while and he's angry and everything and because he waited so long and everything she was well frozen over like it mm. like with that eye setting in it must have taken like at least 30 minutes or something mm -hmm. so on the one hand maybe he did take a lot of time because there is time whenever he's kind of uh berating her mm -hmm. for basically not helping him out whenever they went to court and everything um so i understood that uh but on the other hand it was still weird just to see him kind of still risk his own skin just to do it as opposed to again maybe at the middle trap or whatever where he's helping the judge and everything that's whenever he starts to change but at the same time i guess they are trying to start the whole like he's having a change of heart about the scenario and again like he's not truly a bad person because he's like okay sorry this is messed up i need to get over it and help you out mm -hmm. but i don't know how to feel about the transition that he went through where he's having to learn to forgive the people that he feels are responsible for not getting like justice for his son's loss and everything right mm -hmm. it's also yeah i mean as you see by the end of the movie it, the most realistic thing does happen where like no, he didn't forgive these people. He's just also not going to let people die if yes. he has the ability to save them, regardless of who they are. That's just like a normal human being thing. Mm -hmm. I think I think it was severely like... 
I don't know. I feel like it was severely handicapped by the fact that all of these people had meant no malice. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They all made mistakes that were inevitably responsible for his son's death or for not punishing the killer enough or whatever. But, like, even the killer was, like, a guy that killed them on accident it wasn't like you know like aha some guy broke into his house and killed his kid or whatever so like now it's an actually tough choice of like this awful person is is that a life worth saving or should i enjoy watching him die or whatever and then become a little bit more like jigsaw like i was just seeing people die makes dang me it, feel that's good that's so I much cooler god it could, dang it, it could have <laughs> It could have been interesting, but again, it wasn't because none of the because the people aren't characters. They're just they're just oh, my son's dead. The the guy, the cardboard cutout thrown in these situations, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna meander a bit, and then I'm gonna try to help you, but it's gonna be too late. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of it, he's like, yeah, this guy that just like literally, I was just kind of chilling in my room thinking about killing myself, and you threw me in a box and made me do all this horrific shit traumatized the shit out of me you thought that was like therapy or something no i'm gonna cut your throat with a fucking saw <laughs> even though my wife's dying over here like i don't which also yeah. didn't make any fucking no sense to me. It, it didn't i've been He's holding like, off on that like bro like like bro even if you hated this guy even if he was the worst person in the universe like he's on his deathbed like just we'll see if he even survives for another five minutes while you go save his wife. Like you might, you might not even have to do anything, brother. Like, yeah. like just go save your fucking wife. It's, but then he's like, aha, because you chose to kill me, your wife's dead. And now your kid's going to die too. Cause you don't know where he is. And haha, I'm actually the good guy. I'm the good guy. Somehow this is all good. It's great. I'm not just killing children for no reason. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I was holding off on that, which I'll, I'll get to it more whenever I get towards the end there. I, I think I mentally have to work my way towards describing it yeah. in order to really be let down on how dumb that transition it's all was. Dumb. It's all dumb, man, and that's why mm-hmm. I, I don't even... I know, I know a lot of people love the philosophy and this stuff, but Jigsaw, but he, he undermines his own mission in these movies for me. It's like he's not even doing the things that he's saying he's doing. He's just taking people that have done no wrong and killing them or putting them through awful trauma for the most part. Even, even what was what the fuck was uh, um, Amanda's wrongdoing in the beginning? Wasn't she just a prostitute or something? No, she did drugs. Yeah. Drugs are awesome. Get over it, Jigsaw. Quit being a wiener. <laughs> I mean, she did heroin, not like marijuana. <laughs> yeah, well, so. You're killing yourself with heroin more than anything else. But I get it. That's his thing. He's just like, I'm going to, do you want to live or not? So I'm going to put a big bear trap on your head. But like, bro, like, she really hurting anyone besides herself. She's a weird. He's, yeah. a weird. he's a weird dude. Weird dude with a weird philosophy. Okay, um, yeah, but um, I guess finishing up about the uh, of frozen trap, I guess overall, it was goofy trying to see him uh, attempt to put the key back on, and she's completely iced over, like, and there's no reaching the lock, and it even touched yeah. the face, and the face is like just cracking in. Yeah, I'm surprised that it just didn't fall off at that yeah, point knowing the well, saw movie I, yeah like well not only that but i genuinely thought it was going to be a situation where 
honestly, I, it might have been even better is if, like, the lock somehow was out of being frozen, but everything else was frozen. And he's like, here, I'll let you out, like, and her body drops and just shatters. Yeah, I kind of thought they would do something like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that th that's the only way I would have improved the scene is just seeing her body turn to ice cubes and everything. Yeah. Uh, but it was uh, very uh, bold of the film just to throw a fully nude woman there. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Full frontal, sprayed with water in a freezer. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, it's creative. Yeah, creative, some creative torture porn. Mm -hmm. They did the best yeah. at that. I'll give them that for sure. And moving on with the second trap, uh, I, I'm guessing this might be your favorite trap of the film, the pig goo. <laughs> it's my favorite because I think it's the worst. Yeah, exactly. It's like I feel like the concept of some being chained to the bottom of something that liquid is is slowly filling up in it's like that's not that original of an idea but what they <laughs> how they made it original they were like it's made of maggoty pig goo <laughs> but i just thought it was so cheesy that like yeah they show the whole trap and they're like yeah look in this chamber there's like six saws which we all know is how you make pigs into complete liquid. Like, <laughs> like entire full pigs just are going to turn into slosh instantly. Like, yeah. I want that company to make me a blender. <laughs> Jamba Juice presents. <laughs> yeah, because that's some advanced juicing, the likes of which I've never seen before. You can make a compact mm -hmm. version of that. Mm -hmm. No more ice cubes yeah. getting stuck on the bottom of my blender. Anyway... <laughs> I thought it was just funny, and he's just like, it's just like, it's just as gross as it could get, so much to the point that it wasn't even gross to me anymore. It was just funny. Yeah, I could see that. They I could see that. They were that. just like, oh, maggoty pigs, mm, and then juicing, and he's spitting it out of his mouth, like, oh, oh. <laughs> It's just like I'm watching, like, fart porn or something. It's just like, <laughs> this is so extreme, and for what end? Who is getting off to this? That's what I think of when I watch the Saw movies. Who's jerking off to this? Who who made this? For what purpose? <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I I totally agree. To it's... Shackle a fully nude woman in a freezer and sprayer and not and not think somebody's not jerking off to this. <laughs> Do you think this is the horniest Saw movie? I can't remember if there were even horny scenes in the other two. Um. I think there were a lot of. Naked I think this women. might be the horniest. Well, actually, mm, I don't know, but that's for later films. Yeah. As of currently, probably. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even consider Saw's usually just not that horny compared to every other horror movie that's just like, tits, 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 tits. We like seeing women get tortured. This one's like, we just like seeing people get tortured. So I was surprised <laughs> there was a fully nude woman, but I guess they got to throw a fish to the fans, but yeah um but i will say about the trap the one thing i will say aside from pig goo i i mean i like the trap but i agree with you wholeheartedly that yeah. it's silly and ridiculous and stupid and everything yeah and i you do have to burn all your son's belongings to get the key or whatever i i did like that in an aspect because it's shown how important his belongings is mm -hmm. and i mean as twisted of a way it is it is sort of like the healing motion of just letting things go or whatever right so i did like him being like is material like the first one is like okay this woman who decided not to testify about your son's killer and everything um does she deserve to live or whatever like and it's just like well just for a little scrape on the skin you know not bad i can 
try to risk my life after I spend a whole ass time thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the guy's mm-hmm. got to make decisions quicker. Yeah, definitely was thinking about it and reveling a little bit too much. I think he... He was like talking, he was like, well, my son was also cold when he was dying or something. I don't know why I'm mad at you right now. It's probably just hash it out later. There's a fully naked woman chained up like she's about to get flayed alive, <laughs> get presented in front of you in a freezing room. Like, bro, like... I don't care if it's Hitler. Like, get him down. I'll do the trial <laughs> later. Like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jigsaw's gaslighting him. Yeah, this woman totally offended your dying yeah. son. This guy, this girl's real bad. Listen, I, the things come in threes. I had to find a third person. So you're just going to have to pretend that you hate this woman, even though you've never <laughs> met her. <laughs> um, But I did like the aspect about like in order to get the key and how he gets the key how it's like at the bottom tray where like the ashes are and everything mm-hmm. so i like the retrieval system and everything yeah. i think that's neat and everything um but yeah it was definitely funny he waited that long to decide to like okay yeah fine i'll let the judge live and everything and yeah. so wouldn't you just want more people to help you get the fuck out of here like, yeah <laughs> for sure um but it is interesting at the very least that now he has another person helping him yeah as opposed to just letting him die right. like there at least it makes it interesting because then you have two different aspects at play whenever we do confront the killer which again you're not given a lot of context as to who these people are or even anything about him you just know that his son died or whatever yeah. and so you get to a driver and it's like yeah he's just like a medical student and everything who i guess didn't see him like whenever he hit the sun or whatever yeah the jigsaw's just like jigsaw spent the whole time being like you hate these other people and then the, for this guy he was like he's actually a really nice guy <laughs> he just he feels really bad about it. he's all he doesn't feel like he got the punishment he deserves so now you can give it to him yeah, doing that. Um, so, and then we got to uh, twisty bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't. I don't even like that Jigsaw was like this one's my favorite. It just it just paints him as like a guy that loves just he's jerking off to this shit. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. This one's especially fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, is he actually trying to teach lessons, or is he just a fucking horny old guy <laughs> watching people's limbs get twisted? <laughs> I think it's for like people if you. If you just, if you don't dig deep into, like, actually thinking about it and everything, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that's just jigsaw logic. Oh, but jigsaw. then it's like the more you dig in, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you start to see the flaws and everything. It's like people out there that love the Unabomber because he, he had a good reason for his fucked up shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're like, oh, I read his manifesto. Was kind of, he's kind of spitting, you know. <laughs> Hold up. Hold he up. may have a point. <laughs> Hold up. Um, but, yeah um whenever i watched it the first time uh the twisty trap and everything uh it was a lot more agonizing but then like once i was able just to see him like i'm just laughing at prosthetics because you got like a twizzler looking arm <laughs> yeah ah man i just feel bad mm-hmm. all the actors in the scene like their role is just like yeah you're gonna be in a trap mostly naked and you're just gonna scream a lot and <laughs> i think they did pretty and good go. <laughs> and he's just like ah! I, I, I will say the actors did pretty good, especially him. He's yeah. just, like, doing, like, hyperventilating. <laughs> like, eyes are, like, nearly bugging out like a Looney Tunes character. Like, the... <laughs> yes, doing oh, that. God. Yeah. Doing that, which, I mean, I would be, too, if my yeah. arm was getting twisted and everything. Oh, 100%. Uh, but it is funny, because, again, it does show Jeff being, like, 
yeah, you killed my son, you killed my son. And John's like, stop, just try to save him and everything. Right, like, what are you doing? And then I do love that, you know, he tries to grab a pipe just to break the glass to reach the key mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, I wouldn't have And, um, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the, the way they ended up with, because there's the shotgun that's connected to the key and you got to pull the key mm-hmm. and everything, um, I, I did like the Looney Tunes sort of logic it took there mm-hmm. because like Jeff decides, okay, fine. I'm going to try to save this guy and everything. So then he's like, if I pull, it's going to pull the trigger. Yeah. But if I untie it, right, then it won't pull the trigger. But then as he releases it, it's sort of like the, huh? And it goes like, yeah, just blows. Just and not only that, but the judge happens to be right at the trajectory. It's so stupid, like I couldn't. It's so silly. I couldn't help but laugh at that. Like, yeah, I was just standing in front of the shotgun while he mm. was trying to get the key. That's normally where I'd be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The only thing I was confused about is like, I guess Jeff couldn't find the lock in time or something. Like even after he got the key, yeah, or he whatever. got the key and he was like, where? He's like looking for it and he couldn't find it. And then he tried to stop his head from twisting but it was too late yeah that was pretty silly and everything uh, so he ends up with like zero people um i do like that the pieces that he's given like the the bullet uh the magazine mm-hmm. uh the key and everything it is leading up to the final part of his test as it were and everything and there's ripped photos there and so you don't really think about the um the wife the mom and they don't talk about it hardly ever and everything and as it's revealed dr lynn is actually jeff's wife and Mm -hmm. everything which um i did think that was like a neat reveal and everything yeah i didn't feel like it was cheapened out like there's no way i could have guessed it but it was definitely more well hidden and again it made sense towards the end but it it was definitely funny seeing that at the end of jeff saying again this is like a match between his test versus amanda's test where Mm. um I will mention, I, I guess since we've talked up to Jeff's scenes up to that point, I'll jump back talking about Amanda stuff because there uh-huh. is some points I do want to applaud and criticize. Uh, but whenever it came to Amanda, you could tell that definitely she wanted Jigsaw to live. Like Jigsaw oh, is yeah. everything and everything else. So it was definitely seeing that interesting scene, that aspect, and how pretty much hateful she became on anybody encroaching on him. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like Jigsaw was favoring dr lynn and everything even though he was hallucinating about his wife and everything right. you didn't know it was the wife but spoiler alert it's his wife he was imagining right. as you can imagine yeah um doing that but i do like the moments that are had and everything because that's the one thing i do love about the way amanda's characterized she she's like one of those like oh yeah i'm a bad bitch i don't care about anything but then whenever something stressful happens especially with john she just starts to shut down mentally Mm -hmm. and everything so i thought that was definitely a neat way to approach it there yeah just kind of like she talks a big game but then whenever the pressure's on she just crumbles and everything and again it just kind of fits her like she's just very weak emotionally and everything like she just has a lot of problems and everything else but she puts on this very big tough exterior and everything Mm -hmm. um and it does add to fun moments like whenever doc 
Dr. Lin is looking for anything to help her, like, weapon-wise or anything else like that. And Man's like, oh, yeah, there's that axe. You could just totally kill me right now. But I will say, uh, if I die, then you're pretty much stuck in that trap collar and then just starts taunting and flaunting it there. Mm -hmm. I will say it was kind of a dumb... It was dumb that the bear, uh, reverse bear trap went off on the mannequin dummy head. That was just kind yeah. of a cheap jump scare. I did like how... Uh, again, Amanda kind of views it as her almost cross, like mm -hmm. the thing that saved her life and everything. So I like how much she heralds it and that she does jump back to whenever she's being recruited by John to join this um, campaign on yeah. saving lives and everything. I do like how it jumps back to like saw two version of her and mm -hmm. the first film it was cool getting to see her character built up more and more so yeah. for lore wise it was satisfying as hell for me to watch and everything these characters built up which is a uh, very unfortunate because um i will also spoil this um uh both john and amanda are dead dead yeah yeah, they are just straight up dead and everything. Oh, yeah. um, but I like that. And then just seeing her kind of fail overall and everything. And uh, other information is given in other films because you saw her pull the envelope with her name on it and everything. Mm -hmm. That's talked about in later films. Mm, okay. <laughs> so in case you were curious. Yeah, because I definitely didn't close that loop. No, there's lots of stuff that says like, oh, this was actually going on with this thing and this thing. Mm. Which, I mean, it makes it fun lore-wise to discover, but again, it's like if you don't enjoy watching the film and you're not enjoying the lore bits coming out, it's kind of like, <laughs> I, I know the lore, but what at what cost? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yes, so, um, yeah, yeah. And that being said, like I said, for your sake, we might take a break from the self <laughs> 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 another one anytime soon not, not anytime soon anyhow but um yeah that being said it is very interesting to kind of see like what amanda's test was and again it's to yeah. let somebody live that she doesn't feel deserves to live and everything because yeah and i think that's the interesting thing about it that again i do appreciate that it builds up is that you know even though it's messed up like in some situations how john says oh i want some people to live and thrive mm -hmm. even though there's obviously contradictions in this film sure uh going against that it is interesting that ignoring the finer details of that you have someone who gets high on it who just wants to see people punished as opposed to right. actually seeing people saved like she has gone on, on that aspect and that puts them at differing odds and John saw this uh, descent towards this uh, toxic ideology and everything. Mm -hmm. And then unbeknownst to uh, her, this is like the ultimate test to figure it out. Cause he's like, but again, it all depends on everything going according to plan. Cause again, oh, yeah. with Jeff having one bullet in the gun, who's to say like whether Amanda or John would have been shot either right. one either and or the only reason that she shoots amanda is because amanda shoots his wife right in front of her so it's yes. like that's the only scenario in which he walks into that room and blindly shoots somebody yes exactly because he's like oh you shot my wife i will right. shoot you like so that's like, just so john would have had to known i mean i i buy that he knows mm -hmm. that amanda would have been jealous of the doctor 
like mm-hmm. because he knows Amanda. He's been working with her, and he knows mm-hmm. that she's obsessed with him. But then, like, it's just a contradiction for her to be this obsessed with him and hang on to every word he mm-hmm. says, but then not listen to him at all whenever he's like, "Trust me, you don't want to kill her, and it's actually really important for your life." And she's just like, "Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna shoot this woman." <laughs> right, at, right at the moment that the other guy walks up, that like, you just, you just, I understand she's an emotional creature, and it was set up, and John was like, "Yes," and her emotions get the way of her, mm-hmm. and actually, I was testing her this whole time. Like, I buy it all. It's just, it all would have had to happen exactly the way it happened for it to shake out. It's the way specific it circumstances would have had to play out a certain way in order for it to play right. out the either you win or you right. lose route. She couldn't have shot. Um, she couldn't have shot the doctor lady Lynn any sooner because yes. it wouldn't have played out the way it would. She couldn't have, uh, uh, like, not shot him. Like, I, I, it's just, yeah. it's the guy would have had to made it out of all the traps. You know what I mean? Like, all this stuff would have had to happen for even Amanda's test to have come to its mm-hmm. fruition. Yeah, because I mean, I guess the only thing was is that John said, "Okay, he's completed the test. Let her out now," mm-hmm. and everything. So I'm guessing he's playing it in his mind that you know Amanda's keeping close track of it. So mm-hmm. it's like once he gets to a certain point, Jigsaw in his mind's like, "Okay, in the time that it takes for him to get here, right. as long as you immediately do what I say and everything, mm-hmm. everything should play out normal." But granted, that just still doesn't stop him from potentially shooting somebody, though. Right. That's the only unfortunate thing about it there and even before playing the uh, final scene there i did want to ask about one specific scene before i forget because i know i will forget mm-hmm. uh what do you think about all the uh surgery gore again did you think it was more surgical or cringe or both i mean both i mm-hmm. hate watching surgery stuff too Same. just as much as i hate watching any other sort of bloody gory stuff mm-hmm. but um yeah, I feel like they felt justified in lingering on it longer because it was like, it's a surgery, it's not just torture porn. Mm-hmm. But man, that was like three minutes of just sawing open some Ooh. guy's skull, drilling into his head, and I was like, wow, I just, it w- this is rough to watch. Yeah, it was, and like, I will say this, it was neat seeing it play out because, again, it is all practical. Yeah, it, it is. is yeah. It, it's all practical. No, like, one of the worst CGI scenes was the twisty scene where, like, one of the bones is sticking out of the flesh, but yeah. you could tell it looks like early PlayStation 3 graphics, something <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that, <laughs> um, doing that. But that was very interesting at the very least to play out. Uh <sighs> So I had to mention that, but yeah, whenever it comes to the grand old shootout there, whenever she's shot and everything, then Jeff comes in, shoots Amanda, and then, you know, John proceeds to tell Amanda, yeah, you failed your test. This is just trying to see if you could get past your own vices of trying to exact revenge on people, because as it's shown, not only did she um, seek to kill Adam from the first film and everything... Mm -hmm but also seek to kill uh, Donnie Wahlberg as well as uh, the detective from earlier in the film. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just saying, like, you you don't understand. I was trying to get you to understand my ideology, but you don't. Right. Um, so I thought it was sort of like a tragic end to that there because also whenever Amanda is, like, super close to just shooting uh, Dr. Lynn before she does and everything, uh, in 
uh, to uh, John's eyes, you could see that he knows that she's failed at everything. Right. But at the same point, he's also up on his high horse where he's not going to give hints. He's just like, right. mm, you don't want to do that. If you do that, we lose. So that way I could add it in the cool edit transition of <laughs> here's all the clues that we're here's letting you know. On, uh, I was actually talking to you this whole time. Um, so yeah, whenever she gets shot, it's believable and everything. The thing that isn't believable is by the point Jeff gets here... It seems like, especially with a twisty man and everything, mm-hmm. uh, that he's felt remorse. He's like, I don't want to see anybody get hurt anymore or anything right. like that. And he's like, well, let me just murder this old man. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he goes back to that there. And it's funny, too, because literally that's the only thing. It's just like, yeah, you, your wife's dying. You need to call a hospital. Mm-hmm. You could call an ambulance here even. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a fuck about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it felt. And I'm like, what was the purpose of your journey? And maybe again, like, you know, I mean, do people do that sometimes where they're like, they have a realization, then they knee-jerk reaction. They're like, yeah, screw you. Like, yeah. yes, but is it realistic in a day? No. Right. <laughs> Not really, because it just... It felt like the Saw ending, like, oh, yeah, wouldn't it be totally crazy if, like, he decides, nah, I'm going to kill you, and then, oh, no, my wife and child are dead. No. Doing that, because it was just goofy and everything, especially just the way he did it, because it does a psych out where he picks up, like, a saw blade, and then he puts it down, and you think, oh, he's not going to do it. Then you see him literally with a buzzsaw. Yeah. And he's like, I forgive you. And I it's just and it's just so goofy as hell and everything. Yeah. And so then it's like, you know, he, he has the tape prepared. Even I even love maybe that this was an illogical thing. John's like, I don't think he'll do this option, but just in case yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna record this. He shouldn't though. It should it should be fine and you know, yeah. he he'll respect life more. <laughs> I'll definitely have time to just push the play button because whenever he kills me, it's just going to be like watching me slowly die. So yes, he's he, just he, going to slash my throat with a... Yeah, it just didn't, it just felt unsatisfying from a character sense and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they just left it up. And I understand they want to leave up in suspense of will he, won't he, but it's literally his wife is dying. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Also, it's like, yeah, this only happens because his wife is dying, first off, not dead, and also dying in such a way where she can't be like, Exactly. Don't kill him or I will die too. She can't say those words. <laughs> you know what I mean? For some reason, because she's just suffering that much. It's like the writers wrote themselves in a thing of like, well, um... If we have her alive and everything, he may still want to exact revenge, but then she'll say, no, don't. I have the collar on. Mm-hmm. How do we fix that? Oh, we shoot her and everything. Right. But not but enough to kill her, you know. But not only that, but also just with the child being like, yeah, your child's also trapped in a room where she'll just basically suffocate now. Yeah. Because nobody will be able to fight her ever. Right. And that just feels like, again, it kind of also harms somebody who, a, literally a child. Right. And everything. When his whole lesson the entire time was like, you are selfishly, like, too focused on the death of your last child. So you're not focusing on this child or your wife. And you need to be doing those things. 
And then he's like, oh, but also I killed your wife and child. <laughs> like, yeah, but I didn't. You did. You know, I get that's what his thinking mm-hmm. is. But I just like, how do you how mm-hmm. do you even convince yourself of that? I locked a child in a suffocating room and didn't tell anybody about it. And then I'm like, um, yeah, actually, you killed your child because you killed me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that was my big puzzle. You should have figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Definitely goofy in that aspect there and then of course it activates the shotgun collar which basically turns our head into literally a stump like there's nothing there which is so dumb which was it it was just silly and just kind of took away any sort of it also seems like one of the more escapable trap big bear trap clamp thing i get it that one like just put something in between Mm. the hammer and the where the bullet is and it won't hit the strike blade to fire the bullet off take the bullets out of those little holes for all i care like yeah like do something surely you could just put your hands up and at least block a couple Uh, there's five all around so you couldn't just do that last minute but if you just wedge something in there then the at least slow down the velocity so that way it doesn't make your head explode well no i just mean literally because the way it was was hooked up is i had these hammers you know like at the back yeah yeah and they hit the back and they hit the strike point to actually fire the bullet or whatever but if you just put something in between the like two inch gap that they left between the hammer and where they was gonna hit the bullet then the mm. bullet doesn't go off at all you could put a piece of paper in between everything really i i, I didn't well, know if they I, would fire off probably a little thing yeah <laughs> paper. if you folded it up a little bit <laughs> yeah, do that but um, i mean yeah like literally anything to keep that from igniting the bullets then you're not gonna have your whole head blown up i get why that didn't happen because she only had the opportunity to prevent it from after she was already shot yes but it's just so cheesy that like in that whole time she can't be like don't kill him and he'd be like why wife who i've realized i care about now and her be like because this insane contraption will blow my fucking brains out and he'd be like oh well i won't do that until we get you out which should be my priority anyways is to get you yeah but no again it's it's like like he forgets his lesson right right it's, it's because none of them, they're, they're not real characters they're mm-hmm. just little stick figures that do the part that they're supposed to play instead yeah. of acting like rational people but um that's just my beef with all yeah. of the people that get locked up in these songs yeah um how was it seeing our boy um donnie and um adam aka Leigh Whannell again it's been long enough since I watched the last movies that I didn't even remember who they were. <laughs> I was like, I'm sh- I assume, like, I saw uh, Adam because they mentioned him by name, and then uh-huh. they showed the flashback. But I don't... was Donnie the one with the flashlight in the room? And the yeah, room? yeah, yeah. He was the one trying to save his son in the second one. Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> the movie was not that memorable to me. That's 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 fair. That's fair. <laughs> I remember oh. the house. I remember the traps. See, that's my thing. Is I remember the traps, but I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna remember this doctor lady and this way my son guy. Like I'm just not. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But for me, I, I at the very least, I got enjoyment out of revisiting the older films and everything. Yeah. And again, you could tell that this is a film that was being written year after year, so the ideas are still fresh. It's like right, the, again, right. kind of like a season mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you described it best like an hbo series there right uh so it, it's fun kind of seeing that and seeing other actors like come back and everything like donnie even coming back just briefly for literally just flashback moments mm-hmm. there or even adam 
showing up there even though he literally is just seen there whether it's his unconscious body being dragged to the dub there and not only that but um you know how we talked about how the first trap was unfair in the first film and everything mm -hmm. it they re retroactively show that it's amanda throwing the keys on there loose not tied down so mm -hmm. there was no way for him to get out like she set it up right to where he would fail so it is funny seeing like maybe something they wrote as like a plot hole like oh yeah that seems unfair yeah, we gotta, we gotta it was amanda that hole, yeah. yes do that but it was just fun seeing them revisit the old trap scenes like whether it's uh john putting up like the makeup to pretend like he's the dead body on the ground and everything mm -hmm. so it's fun seeing stuff like that lore wise there um but yeah so this is still overall just a mixed bag i definitely appreciated more especially now that I've seen the other films and now that I've kind of picked up more stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's won me over. Like, I, I didn't think it was going to win me over uh, because I liked the first film way too much and everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same point, I was still like, mm, okay, show me your moves, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Aaron, besides that, anything else you want to talk about with Saw 3? I don't think so. I, I I believe that. I truly believe that from you. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> this is the most Grab somber end. Like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Doing that. Not, not quite Krampus level. You even rated it higher than Halloween even. Yeah, well, at least this one had a blot. So. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of downtime in this movie. I'm going to rewatch Halloween and appreciate it more, I'm sure. But that first time, I was like, why, why are we talking about, like, the prom or whatever the fuck? Not even the prom. Some lesser dance. Yeah. And some boys for, like, half the movie. Where's the movie? Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So, uh, we're going to tease the next movie here. So, this next movie, uh, the screenplay one of the writers is Clive Barker, okay. who he uh, wrote and directed uh, Hellraiser and mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. It stars uh, Tony Todd as the main uh, horror antagonist of the film, released in 1992. Uh, it's a film where if you say this, if you say the character's name, not only that, but it's the movie title's name five times in the mirror. Uh, Tony Todd appears. Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're watching. Um, um uh, no, uh, what, what's it? What's it? Uh, the, the, oh, man, that was a thing you did as a kid, but I forget. It's a, it's a girl's name, right? Um, it's that same idea. Bloody Mary, right? But, yeah, it, it's Bloody Mary, but it's not the actual title of the film. So, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to do a specific reference and see if it works out. If not, I'll... I don't know what I'll do. Okay. Uh, do you remember uh, Lethal uh, League, the dodgeball game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was uh, one of your favorite characters to play as? Candyman? Yep, that's it. Uh, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Yep, that's... Well, hold on. Ooh, uh, no. I mean, there's more. no mirrors in here, <laughs> but at the same point, I don't want to say it five times there. But stop. I'm glad that hit worked out good. Holy hell. I was like, you'll either remember this or you're like, I remember nothing about that game. Yeah, well, I was like, what... 
what character? Raptor? Yeah. <laughs> Raptor! Say his name five times. Which, which which one of these would be a horror movie title? But then, yeah, I remember Candyman. Yeah, yeah, and they made a remake recently, didn't they? Like yes, they did. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. pretty good. Never got to play it there, but it looks good. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's beside uh, Lethal League and everything. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you all again next time when we're popping the scary with Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> I don't know if there's mirrors in here, but I'm not going to say his name anymore. Can you make him? <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube, CastBox, or iTunes platforms to stay up to date when new episodes drop. To see what Aaron and I are up to, check out our respective Twitter accounts. For me, it is at ColkirkVA, and for Aaron, it is at AnimalGameDev. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. We'll speak to you all again next time when we're popping the scary.